0: Welcome to the latest edition of the Sharp Dojo series. I am your host, as always, Billy. I did record an Instagram podcast last night. I had a head going, podcast, no, no Sharp Dojo series. Um, anyway, intro's going as well, as always. I am joined in this edition by the person that Looking Sharp nominated for this month's edition. It's Lexi Lux. Welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you for having me.
0: Uh, I did I did say that, right, is it Lux? Is Lexi Lux or is yeah. it, it got an okay, accent? Cool. You
1: said I'm, it perfectly.
0: <laughs> I'm always worried when when it's someone is in Europe or something like that, that it could just be like an accented thing and I'm just going to butcher it straight away.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Which, no, you did it great.
0: Um, cool, right. First question is same. we'll just, just go into the boring one and then we can, we can, have, we can actually speak about fun stuff after that. Uh, How did you get into pro wrestling? What was your first memories? What well? got you hooked?
1: Well... My dad watched a bit of wrestling when I was little, but I wasn't really that interested in it. Um, and then it just, like, friends. I, had, I have a friend who uh, wrestles. Uh, he's gone by, like, Wild Boy and a bunch of other things. And he's just like, do you want to try it? And I'm like, sure, sounds fun. And I got hooked. It, I loved it. I loved the whole, like, dramatics from it and i just really enjoyed it and i haven't stopped since
0: so is that just from watching it or is that this wild boy is is, suggest you again to become a wrestler training or does he get to watching it
1: like i started training it and then like when i started training obviously i started watching more wrestling because i wanted to learn and like i love it now it's like so much fun to watch shows like I like WWE, AEW, and I like the storylines. And just the whole entire thing that wrestling is is something that I just
0: fell for. So who are your favorites then? Who are your first kind of favorites, the ones that you will keep an eye out for?
1: Well, I do love like from WWE, I really love Becky Lynch. And also Alexa Bliss, love her. And I do like the guys too. I like Edge and Lita, Trish Stratus, like Attitude Era. I love that. And I also am absolutely infatuated with Angelina Love from TNA. I love the beautiful people. They are a big inspiration to me in wrestling. And AEW, like I, I'm obsessed with like Darby Allen, Lance Archer and Britt Baker. I like most people in AEW.
0: <laughs> so, so once you mentioned the majority of them, they're all kind of like a bit alternative, a bit different. It's not like you're, yeah. you're uh, uh, black pants and kick pads kind of guys. It's it's, it's just like Angelina Love, all those part of the beautiful people She had all these tattoos and looked mm-hmm. like a rocker chick and things like that. Um, was, was that, and, and of course Alexa Bliss, was, was it pre- uh, pre-Fiend or just, just all the uh, I all liked I her
1: before Fiend, uh, but I also do like her with Fiend. I just like her character. I like how she's kind of like a little bit psycho. <laughs> it's it's fun. I, I like her character a lot and I like the way she wrestles and she's small like me. I'm very short. Uh, I'm five foot one so it's like inspiring to see a short girl be able to wrestle the way she does.
0: Absolutely, and it's, she's one of those that, I think I've said in other podcasts, it's ones that you know she's she's nice. You can see her on social media, and she's a big Disney kid, and things like that, mm-hmm. and it's like, I think we'd get on great. Just just like, just chat about just Disney. I don't think, I think for yourself as well, because do my research, I you know you're a bit of a, a Disney kid as well, so it, it's, you'd be able to speak to her about anything but wrestling. Um, yeah. But, but definitely, Lita's always a big favourite in this household, because uh, she's just the best. And yeah, it, it's actually there. So, so when did you actually start watching? Is this stuff you went back to see? Uh, wh- wh- How did you get into actual stuff?
1: Uh, about when I started training, like two years ago, I started watching again. Like, I don't really remember because it was like really small when my dad watched it. But I know it was like, like off the rage with like Undertaker and Hulk Hogan and all them. And we even, at one point saw uh, Undertaker's monster truck, <laughs> Digger. that was fun. And when we were vacationing in Florida, we also got to see Hulk Hogan on his jet ski. <laughs> so that was fun. And uh, then it's like kind of been a pause since then. I like almost forgot what wrestling was, but then I started going to shows in my city and as an audience and just thought it was like, it was just a blast. And then I got the opportunity to start training with them, and then I started watching wrestling because, like I said before, I I needed to learn more than just in training. So about two years ago is when it all started up again.
0: So how did you find that first train? Did you have an athletic background beforehand to go into it? What was your kind of foundation?
1: Not really, like when I was little, I was a dancer, I did like ballet and cheerleading and all those things, but then I was not really athletic at all. Uh, I went to the gym a bit, but then that stopped, and then I started wrestling, and then I started taking exercise more seriously, so I started going to the gym again to do both cardio and weight training, and then training wrestling. So I don't have that much of an athletic background, actually.
0: I mean, I've well, I've noticed people like that are dancers, so you still have the rhythm. You at least be able to, should be able to, in theory, pick up the rhythm of footwork and things mm-hmm. like that a little bit quicker yeah. than others. Uh, I know myself; I could fall down uh, two two steps, and I had no coordination at all for that kind of thing. Which I mean, not only that, I'm super fat, so I'm not going to be doing wrestling anytime soon. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so the bumps then. Um, course you're you're, you haven't watched wrestling in years at this point or you're just kind of getting back into it uh how much of a uh, how much of a shock was was hitting the the mat on the the first time you did it
1: it was not a problem actually uh it was like the people I was training with they were like all excited to see the first bump and stuff because they thought I was going to be complaining but I did it without a problem like I it felt good like it, like it was what I was meant to be doing, <laughs> sort of.
0: Oh, so yeah, so yeah, like like it was destiny. As soon as you hit, hit, hit yeah, land on your back, you're like, yeah, I could probably do this. This is not. not yeah, uh yeah. um, Did you find did you struggle with anything like, I don't know, ropes or anything like that? Was there anything particular, or did you find it quite quite straightforward to kind of put it all together?
1: Well, it's actually kind of strange because in the beginning, I was like, I didn't give a shit. Like, I was up on the ropes, I was doing, like, suicide dives and everything, but then, like, something happened along the way, and I'm still trying to get over my fear of the ropes, and I do not know why I'm scared of them, because I haven't fallen or anything. I, like, haven't hurt myself, but it's just, like, now, when I try to get up on the top rope, it's all, like, shaky, and I get nervous, and I don't know why, but I'm trying to work through that right now. But in the beginning, it was easy. It was like I didn't care.
0: So maybe it was it was a case of when you first started, it was like, oh, this is all new. This is fun. This is... And then maybe, I don't know, subconsciously, something's, you've watched something or, or seen someone take a uh, crash and burn. and You'd be like, I don't want that. I don't want that yeah, happening well, at all.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I think it's like, I don't mind, like, because like falling forward into the ring, not a problem. I think I'm most scared of falling backward and like hitting my head in the turnbuckle pole. Or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. I got it in my head that that's going to happen, and it scares me.
0: <laughs> I mean, it should be fine. I mean, it's, it's, you're only two years in. I'm, I'm, yeah, fairly confident that's gonna that'll be a uh, out, out of your system eventually. But I uh, you know, yeah, I'll get over it. It, it. <laughs> it just just means you just means you you're working on other things. You work on ground. You're working on other parts of of the puzzle before you you find that particular piece. So. Exactly. I do my research, like I say, and Chris was telling me, I'm, I don't want I'm dead naming of you, uh, Looking Sharp was telling me that, uh, you've got a little bit of a, a, perch, a perchant for deathmatch wrestling. Yes. Why I would out?
1: love to do that. <laughs> well, like, I'm not afraid of pain at all. And I just like the brutality. It becomes so much more real to the audience that they're like, oh, shit, this is like, shit's going down now. And I've always had, this is going to sound really psycho, but I don't care. Uh, I've always had, like, a fascination of blood. I think blood is quite beautiful. And I can just imagine myself away into, like... Death matches with like weapons and blading and all that, and that is something I'm absolutely into and really eager to try.
0: I, I, it, I guess, it's I guess kind see, of bizarre. I can see why yourself and and Lou maybe get along a bit, because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's a little bit he's into that and that ECW death match kind of yeah. just madness, um, which is very different for. I mean, not to not to judge you. By, by being a female, but it's not something that, that a lot of uh, female wrestlers would be for, or that, that I'm aware of anyway. I, I mean, I yeah, could see I mean, another, another five uh, women and they'll go, oh yeah, I would love to get smacked with a like, ganda stick. I'd love to go through deck. so totally, totally wrong. But um,
1: yeah.
0: when you did start, though, did, where was it all with, with guys? Were you the only female in the class? Did you find, um, were there with a couple of girls that you could trade with? How, how did that go?
1: Well, we've had girls, we've had two girls at a point, but they never really followed through. So it was mostly me and the guys. And I did like training with the guys more because they were more experienced. The girls were also new and it was easier to learn from them, I guess. Um, And also like it was for me, it was like kind of hard size wise with the other girls because the one girl she was like two meters long she's like really tall and I'm really short so it was like really hard to get her into headlock and all that and the other girl she was really young and very skinny and I'm not super skinny so it was like I felt like I was gonna break her sort of
0: so, 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 I, so I, it's I, like I like got those scales you've got tiny skinny yourself in the middle and then tall Yeah,
1: yeah. (laughs) So it was easier because the most of the guys I trained with they weren't like super tall themselves, and it was just like easier to work with them. I mean, I want to be able to work with anybody, but in the aspect of when I started training, it was a lot easier to work with people that were more near my size and stuff.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. It's it's trying to get the fundamentals and basics in and about, and then you can go. Right, how would I fight a big guy? How would I fight a, someone smaller? It's, it's, it's trying to yeah. at least get the, the safety bit in first, and then you can go, right, we can start playing about with it. Um, so I've got now, Cage Match has failed me on this occasion for finding match information, but I do have note of two. Yeah. So I've got down here, debut, maybe 10th of July this year. Not no, no, a Tag team match? Uh,
1: well, I, I debuted. Uh, last year uh, in the like spring right before Corona hit. Uh, I did a debut singles match in Gothenburg and came out with a victory. so that was fun. And then I had a match in the summer in Malmö, which was also came out in a victory. <laughs> it was against the same opponent, so it like we we worked good together. And okay. then I've had two matches, one in Gothenburg and one in Malmö with uh, Helena Sixt.
0: And and I've got the note here, a tag match in Sebastian Day versus Kid Vicious and Lilo, and then a singles match with Kid Vicious as well.
1: Yes, yeah. that's the, the singles match with uh, Kid Vicious, which is also Wild Boy, uh, is coming up now this weekend.
0: Of course, I've written down the 28th. That would be, yeah, I've, I've totally, I wrote it down thinking, oh, I'll mention it as it's coming up, and now I've just said, no, yep. that's the match you've, you've already had, but no, it's still still to come, you if, if you're listening to it. Still to, to, to come. It, it out. Okay, yes. so totally screwed that up then. Let's go back to your first match. Uh, so just before yes. Corona uh, arrived, so you're ready, you're match ready. How did you? When were you told that you were going to get this match? Did you feel you are ready for it? Yeah.
1: Uh, I did because I had my match against my trainer, which was Lilo. Uh, And we had time to like work at it in like an hour ring. And of course I I was so nervous because it was the first time doing it in front of an audience. And I was mostly like worried I think about the entrance because then all eyes are on you. And I'm kind of like shy when it comes to those things. But then when I finally got into the ring and the match started, the bell rang. It just it like it felt like training. Like I didn't realize really what the audience was doing. I mean I heard the reactions, their boos and their cheers, but I was focused on doing the match and doing it right. But um it was scary. <laughs>
0: So again, it's, again, it's, it's finding all these puzzle pieces. So the your first match was more of a case of I just want to get through it and make sure every that I do it right. Um. So you said you're quite shy. It seems quite quite a common thing for wrestlers in general that uh, before the match they are either nervous or they don't speak to many people. They just just keep themselves themselves. And as soon as they go out to the curtain, and that they see the ring, that's it. It, it. it like switches, and they're they're the yeah. wrestler. Um, yeah. Is, is the character of Lexi Lux? is, is it kind of who you want to be or is it just you turned up to 11 or is it just an absolutely completely different person to yourself?
1: Well it's kind of both, like it's kind of me but it's also a very, it's a very exaggerated version of me because my whole gimmick right now is because I'm born and raised in New Jersey and we all know that Jersey girls have attitude <laughs> and are like kind of cocky. So my thing is, I'm I'm like I'm come out as the pretty much like Jersey girl. Like I'm cocky. I'm a little flirtatious, but I do to the damn thing. Pretty much.
0: <laughs> um, so yeah, I was going to ask because I couldn't remember when when uh, Lou was giving me the information. It just say something about about the US and 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 Sweden, of course. And I'm here from the accent. There's a bit of a mix of both yeah. uh so yeah. you, you grew up in, in the U.S. and uh, did, did you start your training in the U.S. or did you do that when you came over um, to Sweden?
1: I came it was just uh I moved to Sweden when I was nine years old oh, okay. uh so I spent most of my adolescence here and I started training when I was 20 21
0: around there. Okay um so when before you started, I think you did mention about about seeing a local show, but um, did did you did you was that just the couple you saw before you started training, or or did you get to a couple and go, oh, I quite like this? Because i i know the Scandinavian market at the moment, the Scandinavian uh, wrestling scene is really starting to to heat up. Um, so was there any particular that you you like the look of? You like as a, as a wrestler, of course. Uh, anyone that kind of caught your eye, um, or was it just like Lilo, you think oh. Of course, Kid of, of course, Wild Boy would have been the, the yeah. one you would have spotted. But is there anyone else that you thought I oh, really like this this particular wrestler?
1: Well, I did see the girls of the
0: Gothenburg,
1: which is uh, Betty Rose, uh, Aya Freak, and Helena Six. And I thought what they were doing was pretty badass, and I'm like, I want to be like them. But I also really did, I like, enjoyed watching the men also i really enjoyed danny sharp and the way like one of the first matches i got to see live was a hardcore match between danny sharp and dcharge and they had like these little you know those things you pin that what are they push pins <laughs> they had push pins and he got slammed into the push pins and it was like there was blood it was nice it was fun <laughs> and i enjoyed watching it it was very entertaining And I also really enjoy the shows that they have in uh, Dansk Pro Wrestling, DPW. I've actually worked for them on two occasions as a manager for one of the wrestlers. So getting to be out there with, like, as a manager, like egging on the crowd while my so called, like, wrestler is wrestling, it's, I really like the feeling of it. It's, It's fun, it's a lot of fun.
0: I mean, I suppose managing is kind of on-the-job crowd interaction training without the fear or without the uh, the need for for throwing yourself and, and doing bumps and what have you. So, mm-hmm. uh, did you find that was beneficial for for trying to get your character out as opposed to just doing oh, abso- the, rest of the moves?
1: Absolutely. Uh, and in Denmark, I am a heel manager because uh, I manage Schenkenberry and or make it shenkenberry. And I really enjoy being a heel because I am kind of bitchy like naturally. <laughs> so I had a hell of a time like booing back at the crowd and like saying mean things about Danish people <laughs> and stuff. And like I felt comfortable doing it. I find it a lot harder being a face like I am right now in Sweden because it doesn't come naturally to me to be all like happy and yay and stuff like that. I'm more of a natural heel, I would say.
0: That's the thing. I find it, it, once you, if you get a a face character, a really good one, you wonder how, because it's so much more fun to go out and insult people. Yeah, it really is. And ironically they've paid for the privilege of you to go out and say uh, (laughs) that they suck, and it's, it's yeah. just the best thing ever. Uh, because, yeah, because, I, mean, uh, I I've I did a couple couple bits and pieces over the years, and yeah, it's, there's nothing nothing better than just saying stuff that you could possibly mean, and everyone's booing you. And then afterwards, they'll go, "Oh, that was you did a you did a, that was great." That oh, thanks. And and then you're saying, going, "I've just spent my, my evening just just ripping into his." and it's yeah just and it feels divorce. amazing <laughs> it's like therapy for the soul you can just cry it and really, really is it really is <laughs> um so getting to, to so i've got I've, I've used the word so so much but uh during my research here i found out that your your nickname i've got here is green mamba
1: yeah i don't know about
0: that <laughs> <laughs> was that was that was that something you saw a I... graphic you went
1: yeah, <laughs> I saw it on the graphic, and I'm like, why? Is it just because I have green in my gear? It's like, I don't, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> I have no clue.
0: I'm doing really great with these notes here. So I'm just going to score out green mamba. I don't even know what mamba means to me. I was just going to Google it, and I thought, nah, it's fine. If it's something, you'll tell me. So it's all good. <laughs>
1: I don't even know what it is. I just like so, like saw it in an announcement, and I'm like, okay, I guess. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Uh, Somebody thought, made
1: it up for me.
0: Have you, have you thought of any any monikers to go by? Uh, or to the Jersey Girl, no, I, I, that sounds way too like. Yeah,
1: I don't know. Like, <laughs> I haven't really thought of it. I haven't really thought of it. Like, there, there's things coming that I don't really want to expose yet. That might be more of an answer to that question.
0: I'll. I'll, I'll we'll certainly keep an there, eye There's things that. coming. Uh, so green mamba of course uh yeah. being, a ter- <laughs> being a nickname that we're not going with but uh so you have green in your gear so when you're designing your gear of course well, for the bits and pieces I saw it's kind of like uh oh can't think of the word for it but it, it's there's, there's it's a very rocker chick kind of thing uh, mm-hmm. from what I saw so were you quite hands-on with with your des- gear design uh, did you make it what was, what was the kind of story behind well your
1: gear? I had it I ordered it but I had it like made for me and then I had uh, a local seamstress do, like, the co- the leg covers that I have. And I guess the green, I just, like, because I'm, like, thinking in the Swedish wrestling scene, I've always heard that you, like, you don't want to be like everybody else. So you kind of got to think, like, oh, this person has those colors and that kind of gear, and this person has that. What can I do? And then I'm just like, well... Lime green and black can look pretty cool together. And I chose like lightning strikes on why well, I, I switch gear a lot. Like it's always green or black. It has that, but I usually have the ones with the lightning strikes and this was like ordered before Corona hit. So it was thought to be used for like the bigger shows with like lighting and stuff because the top actually has like it's react reacts to black light. So it's green and black uh, when you see it to the naked eye. But in black light, it becomes like a electric blue. But we haven't had the chance to be able to use that yet because the big shows got, like, canceled because of the virus. But oh, I, I am a rocker chick, so I go for the rocker look because I am a rocker chick. I've listened to heavy metal since I was a little baby. And I... I- also took inspiration like i i have a little bit more slutty gear than uh, the most of the female wrestlers i don't mind showing some tits and ass if you put it that way because i'm inspired by the beautiful people and they are very trashy rocker chicks and i like that and that's like there's not there's not girls in sweden who have that whole trashy slutty look and i want to be Somebody who sticks out. So I chose to use that look in my advantage.
0: I'd, I clearly must be very comfortable in your 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 own skin to to just go out and and dress like that and and feel confident and performing. And it's yeah. Um, I suppose in in, a, in some weird way, uh, it means everyone will be looking at you regardless whether they came with their kids, whether they came uh just out of sheer luck. They they might leave the show and go. I don't, know, I don't know about everything I saw because I'm not big into the wrestling, but I saw that Lexi Lux and she looked amazing and she wrestled really well as well. So I might go back next month and just, just yeah. you know, just see. Just keep an eye on it. <laughs> so yeah. That, you know.
1: <laughs> keep an eye.
0: <laughs> just keep Just keep an eye, you know, just just to make sure. But, uh, yeah, so, okay. Don't know where to go from, from that point onwards. But, uh, yeah, so, uh, Corona then. both. Well, <laughs> To dive it straight down, we'll, we're speaking about tits and ass, and then we're going to go into coronavirus. Uh, so, yeah, you just started getting into the wrestling, coronavirus hits, everything as we know it has been cancelled. No shows yeah. have on. they've just all gone by the wayside. Uh, I mean, how, how are you feeling? How were you feeling about that, seeing as you're just getting started and then it's done?
1: Well, I mean, it sucked, obviously. But in a way, I really value it because that means I got to start my career with shows at like house shows, like not as many people in the crowd. Since I said before I'm very shy, it helped me like when there's only like 50 people in the crowd to learn to work them because then now when everything starts opening up and it's going to be bigger shows, I'll be more comfortable in the ring in front of that many people that woke up. So I think it actually helped me a lot, uh, not being like pushed straight into the big shows.
0: Yeah, give, yeah. give you time to actually like, like. I I use this puzzle analogy constantly, but it's getting these all these little pieces together and and getting a more complete picture by time that because when shows come back, I mean I know that you see got one coming up and you have wrestled this year. Um, people are going to be want to see entertainment. They're wanting to get out of the house. Yeah. And they're wanting to to see anything. Um, so wrestling, I'm hoping. I mean, shows have just come back here, and I'm hoping that it just means because see a surge of, of new fans coming because they just want to see something, anything, even yeah. some music, wrestling, um, a, a small fair, uh, dog shows, something, some sort of entertainment yeah. in, in the wild.
1: Something that's not your own home.
0: <laughs> Ex- oh, exactly. Much. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, I got I said I got sent home from work on uh, March 19th last year. And I pretty much lived in these four walls since. So it's yeah. anything. If 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 there's, I've never an outdoorsy person anyway. I'm quite shy, um, like yourself. But uh, I've I've even found myself turning to a wife and just going, we're going somewhere this weekend. I don't care yeah. where. I don't care who we see. Yeah. I just want to. I just want to be out of this town. That's all I want. So exactly. It's, it's a scary thing this coronavirus maybe more sociable and I'm not sure if i if I like it yeah. <laughs> so the reason you're on the show though is, is you were nominated by looking sharp to be on through the to the looking sharp uh, dojo online dojo um, which yes. is in association with this podcast um how did you get did you get involved with with Lou through his work through uh, Denmark because I know he's everywhere in Europe most of the time
1: yes <laughs> so
0: were you introduced to him. Uh, through that or were you recommended the dojo? How did you get involved with with Sharp Dojo?
1: I was recommended by Lilo. Uh, He said that I could find some good things there and like there's seminars and stuff. So I joined and then I've been participating in as many seminars as I can. And I think that it's really giving, like you learn a lot hearing from the people who have been in this business for years. And I just stuck through. And then I had, uh, in Malmö, uh, two weekends ago, we had a training session with uh, Lou Kingsharp himself. He was in Denmark. So he came over to Malmö, and we all trained together. And uh, that was a lot of fun. I learned a lot of things. But yeah, I got into the dojo through recommendations.
0: Is there any particular uh, seminars that you attended that, that kind of like blew your mind or at least add another piece to this puzzle? Or is there anyone in particular that, that you're like, wow. I mean, I suppose, I'm gonna guess, I don't know if you're in Mikey Wiprex one, cause you know, you like the hardcore yeah. style. Yeah, yes.
1: okay. <laughs> I, I was, I really enjoyed that one. And, uh, but it was, it was kind of funny because I asked him questions uh, about like blading and stuff because that's something I wanted to do. And he's just like, no, you're a girl, you shouldn't do that, you shouldn't ruin your pretty face. And I'm just like, oh, you wait, just you wait, I'm going <laughs> to ruin it. <laughs> but uh, it was a, a lot of fun to hear, like, what he had to say, and what he, like, experienced through his career. He didn't recommend me to do blading and stuff, but, you know, in the end, I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs>
0: <So>. <laughs> you do you. That's that's I think yeah. we've learned anything, it's is just... Did I? I did use the word like female wrestler before, but really, at the end of the day, the word wrestler should just cover all. That's pretty much yeah. it. It's just wrestler, regardless of yeah. of uh, gender, persuasion, or what you define yourself as. It should just be wrestler, full stop. Yeah. Uh, how How did your your family react or friends react when you decided to think right? I'm going to do some wrestling. I want to get some. Th- I want to get somewhere. Uh, uh, draw pins I want to get push pins in me I want to want to get some barbed wire out w- were they just like yeah that's that makes sense or <laughs> sorry you... uh,
1: no. <laughs> no my mom I mostly have my mom and my sister because my dad passed away four years ago uh I know if I would have told him and he would have found out that I was a wrestler he'd be like oh that's my daughter that's badass I like that you know he'd be all over it my mom, she's like, no, but you're my sweet little daughter. You shouldn't do that. You're going to get hurt. And I'm like, so <laughs> I'm, I'm going to learn how to land correctly and stuff. And the whole hardcore, she's not happy about that. <laughs> like she, she's not. Uh, she was telling me she's going to listen to this podcast. And she's like, are you going to talk about the scary stuff? I'm like, probably. And she's like, oh, well, I'm going to listen anyway. She's my biggest supporter, but she's also terrified
0: uh yeah
1: she was at my lap she was at the tag show uh when we had the tag match uh and she was sitting front row and i took a german suplex and from her perspective it looked like i broke my neck she didn't understand that i knew how to land and She used to work as an EMT, like, with healthcare and stuff, so she automatically thought I was dead, sort of, because I sold it really well, and I wasn't, like, standing up and I was going limp and everything, and she's just like, I was 30 seconds away from jumping in the ring and pulling you out and calling an ambulance. So, she's she's a supporter, but she's not very happy, maybe, with all the choices I choose to do in wrestling
0: i mean that means she's seen the worst of it outside in the yeah. real world so i can, yeah, I, can I, I mean
1: that. i i understand that she doesn't like want me to do like blade jobs and stuff because i have a long history of mental health issues and i have self-harmed a lot through cutting unfortunately but What I have to try to explain to her is like if I blade during a match it's not going to be every match it's going to be a hardcore match like when it's needed and I'm like and it's not to like harm myself because I feel bad it's to get like a reaction from the audience and when I explain it to her that way she kind of understands it a little bit better but she still doesn't like it (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh yeah, it's not like you. You know, like you go up to someone, and go right. We've got a, you're opening the show. It's a singles match, yeah. and then the first question you're going to have is go right. So I'm going to blade, and then uh, <laughs> and then from there, well, I don't care from that point. I'm quite. Yeah. <laughs> but no, no, it's, yeah. it's it. it make, in your head, it's like I want to do it, but you need it to make I mean, it needs to be special. Yeah, it, it has to. It, it has
1: to make sense. And I mean, if you start blading every match, it's going to get boring. It's not going to shock people anymore. You have to keep the shock value. So, like, if you do it in a match that is, like, a hardcore match where there's weapons and there's crazy fights and stuff, then it's more like, whoa, oh, my God, she really got hurt. Like, she's bleeding. Oh, my God. You can't do it in every match. It just loses. It's, like, the special part of it. Uh, It loses its
0: point. Yeah,
1: and
0: between that and you've got to have, keep some blood in your body at some point yeah. as well. So <laughs> of course, of there's course. There's also that. Uh, but no, I, I did write down German suplex because, of course, there's a video of it. Uh, and and yeah. I was like, as soon as I saw it, I was like, I need to bring this up because that looked scary. Uh, and yeah. like you're saying, it, you, you knew how to land, or at least you know how to land and react, mm-hmm. at least to, to give yourself a minute <laughs> if, if it didn't yeah. really go to plan. Um, have you... It's, other than like the jumping, as we've, we've established, uh, the fear of, of landing on the turnbuckle uh, post, uh, is there any... Be, what's, what's been your favourite moments or... That was a weird way to phrase that, but uh, what's been your favourite moments so far in the wrestling ring? Is there any bit that, that's happened you've been like, this is the best thing ever? Or
1: Well, I like the things that look brutal. So I really enjoy the German. And it was like kind of funny because the guy who did it to me, he it was his debut. He had just trained for only a year, but he trained in my club. So I was like, I know he can do it safely. And I know I, I barely have to. He's strong. He's big and strong. So I barely had to do anything. He just picked me up and threw me over his shoulder. So uh, I like, I like those spots. I, I like, it sounds really bad, but I like getting thrown around. It's fun. I like chops. Chops are fun. <laughs> I like giving them and I like taking them.
0: So you're, you're, I
1: like things that look nasty.
0: I was going to say, I'm really getting the impression that you do, you're do. you just happy with the, the violence of, of wrestling, but yeah. <laughs> also the safety net of nobody's actually doing this on, on purpose. as part of the show yeah. kind of thing. Um, yeah. So well, briefly, if you're happy for me to do so, we'll briefly touch on the mental uh, health part because I think it's important that people speak about this anyway because, you know, yeah, it's a big thing. Absolutely. Do you find that, that wrestling, because of that controlled violence, it's been a little bit like therapy. If, you, if you've had a particularly low day, you can go out, you can go to training and chop it out or get chopped and, and just kind of let that. Uh... Oh, abso-
1: absolutely. Uh, it's helped a lot because, like I said before, I struggle with self-harm. And since I pretty much started wrestling, I haven't felt the need to because I feel pain anyway, <laughs> like if that makes sense. And I have like, feels like i have 1500 different diagnoses but one of them i struggle the most with is my bipolar disorder and i feel like going to training and doing these crazy things being around good people having good conversations it like got my mind off of the destructive thoughts that would pull me down otherwise i really do think that wrestling has helped improve my mental health a lot uh a lot a lot like I don't I haven't cut myself since I was 21 when I started and it's just it's been a it kind of it's like controlled pain like I feel the pain that I would want to inflict on myself anyway but it's controlled and it's safe and it's not like gonna leave scars hopefully <laughs> so
0: it, it depends how how uh, how gung-ho you go with the whole uh yeah, uh, b- uh, face blading and stuff like
1: that so, so. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna blade up in my hairline that's my plan
0: uh, <laughs> I like that you, you've already thought I keep the it in the hair. So you, you know where it's gonna be oh, oh, it's-
1: yeah, I have a plan it's gonna be in the hairline because then when I sweat it will drip and the blood will come with it so it will look brutal I'm course. not gonna ruin my face I mean Mikey said Mikey's like don't ruin your pretty face I'm like okay I'm not gonna ruin my face but I'm still gonna blade <laughs>
0: And of course, I'm, yeah. I'm assuming by that point, because I mean, our our, our match, our uh, match graphic, our thumbnail for this episode, you've got blonde hair and everything like that. I assume that when 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 the time comes, you'll be getting the the bleach out and and because that's just a, a gnarly image to see the blood go through the blonde hair and little red hair thing. Yeah, well,
1: I have I have red now, and I'm planning on keeping it red. And I mean, you won't see the blood then. <laughs> so... I guess, but I, I don't. The, I don't know what I was thinking with the how bleached moment. It's it's not me. I'm darker than that.
0: I so. mean, <laughs> just unfortunately, that's where all your promo pictures happened. And yeah, <laughs>
1: I I'm gonna take new ones eventually, but uh, that's also in times to come.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, so we're, we're, I mean, we're not spoiling anything. This is all very much a big D's for. Some, something's happening so I mean something is happening episode's going to come out tomorrow and of course you got your match uh, on Saturday yes. as well so uh, who knows by the time people get get to listen to this the this, the tease may be out you always got
1: to gotta have sense. a tease you got to keep people interested
0: absolutely I mean every match now, people are going to be going to see Lexi Lux and going is she going to blame this one is this the one is this the <laughs> one yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, so you said you're, you're a big metalhead. I would say that. Now, I don't know if you could tell. I am not. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> but, but uh, again, was, is that uh, love of metal music and another way that you, you kind of keep your mental health a check? Because it is like scream. I'm going to just put a very generalization out here. It's screaming music. So yeah. it's a good way to kind of like just let it all out and uh, shout out any issue you may have, kind of thing. Yeah.
1: Music has been a, a big help for that. I, I'm a musician myself, I'm a singer. And I I don't scream, I don't sing metal. I am not good at that. It would sound awful, like you're strangling a bird or something. But um, I sing and that helps a lot. And then the metal, it like I listen to music based on how I feel. Like if I'm feeling angry and upset, I'll listen to the screaming metal and all that craziness. And, like, if I'm not feeling so good, if I'm feeling sad, it will be, like, kind of depressive music. I mean, it's kind of triggering, but, I mean, it helps me feel my thoughts. And when I'm feeling normal and happy, it's a lot of, I listen to a lot of, like, gothic music, like, typo negative. And I love Marilyn Manson. I'm a big fan. <laughs> so, I just, like, I guess I, I, I listen to mostly metal, but I switch Like, depending on my mood, pretty much. I mean, I mean... But it it helps a lot. Music really does help a lot with the mental state you're in. Uh, It's my way of tuning out of the world and disappearing and, you know, just taking care of myself.
0: Soft it's the best way I mean, for, for myself. It's it's I I will either maybe game a little bit or yeah. I'll watch wrestling or or watch a Marvel film or something because I'm big into superheroes and stuff like that. So oh,
1: I am I am too. I love Harley Quinn. I have a Harley Quinn tattoo. So
0: that <laughs> does CC. not shock me at all <laughs> from our <laughs> conversation so far. <laughs> does not shock me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, people usually don't get surprised <laughs> when they see it and stuff. So
0: so uh, i cosplayed
1: as her many times. So.
0: I, again, not surprised. Uh, so, yeah. But yeah, so is, is, it, is it more DC side or just Harley Quinn as a character in general?
1: I like Harley Quinn as a character because I really like her whole like story, how she, she was a psychiatrist and then she met the Joker and then she like went insane, fell in love and became this crazy, crazy woman who's a villain all of a sudden. And I just, I like when, because I see myself when I, I'm pretty heavily medicated for my disorders I have, and without them, I kind of feel like Harley Quinn. I feel crazy, and it's nice to feel, like, represented in a way. I mean, I'm not, like, a villain who's going to go out and kill people, but, like, the whole aspect of insanity, I understand.
0: Great. Uh, so, do you see the, I'm assuming you've seen the Suicide Squad then, recently? Yes. It's just came out, yeah. Uh, it's, I... I I mean, it's not a surprise that, that I, I really like Margot Robbie. Which is the fun fact that she is exactly the same age as me, born the exact same day, oh, really? same year. And oh, that's cool. It's it's disgusting because look at her and um, look at me. <laughs> it, 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 we're both we're both thirty one, and she does not look at uh so aliens. Yeah. Australians.
1: <laughs> I think I think she I think she does like she she is she plays the role of Harley Quinn so good, like. I have a hard time seeing her in other movies. Like when I saw her in Wolf of Wall Street, I'm like, "No, you're you're not pale, and you don't have crazy makeup. This is weird." I love her as an actress. She's amazing.
0: Oh, I mean, things like it. I get the same thing with uh, just like uh, Chris Hemsworth because uh, he's like when you see him in it, you see him in Men in Black. I was watching it, going, "Nah, you're you're Thor." I'm kind of yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's that's it's right. like
1: hard. It's when they make such an impact as a superhero villain, it's like hard to see them in any other way.
0: It really is. So outside of that, outside of wrestling in general, discussion your music. I know you, you do have a video or two on YouTube because you got linked on your Oh my your God, Twitter. you
1: found those.
0: But it is linked to your Twitter. <laughs>
1: oh yeah, I linked it.
0: Yes, <laughs> so funny. it's your own fault. <laughs> I
1: forgot.
0: So you do a little bit of singing, I right, do a little bit of wrestling. I uh, do a little bit of, of hopefully, uh, hardcore matches. But anything yeah. else that, that outside of wrestling that people might, might you think that wouldn't expect you to enjoy? Do you, do you have a, a massive collection of bee babies? What, what's your kind of, what's your advice that people might not uh, think- I'm obsessed more? with cats. I love yeah. cats. I'm obsessed with cats.
1: <laughs> I have two, And I used to work at an animal shelter, actually, for homeless cats. And I wish I could take them all home, but I cannot. But I wish. And I'm really obsessed with cats. And I actually am considering studying to be a veterinarian because I love animals and cats. (laughs) Yeah, you know, but that's not so fun. But I am also a freelance makeup artist. I am really, really good. (laughs) No surprise there, really good at doing like nasty wounds. I can make real, re- really realistic wounds and I usually get people who want me to do their makeup around Halloween and I'd love to do it because I, I'm, I'm good at it and it's fun. And I mean, I'm good at like glamour makeup too, but I'm more into doing like the gory stuff. But that's no surprise considering I want to do hardcore matches. <laughs> so, but otherwise I'm kind of a boring person. I like cats and I like gory stuff.
0: Horror movies. Horror movies. Then again, you'll be you'll be shocked to find out that I'm not a horror movie guy either. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> what's your what's your kind of is it is it B movie slasher uh, cheese fests or is it just the goriest possible? What's your kind
1: of uh, I top love, five horror movies? I love gory movies, but I really like psychological movies. Uh, and one of my top of horror movies is Silence of the Lambs because it's so psychology, like, there's so much psychology behind it, it's, like, creepy in a different way. Uh, There's this movie on Netflix that I don't know if people have seen, but it's called Clinical, and it's also very psychological, but there's some pretty gory scenes in there, and then if we're gonna be, like, gross, because I, I like gross, bloody things, there's this Turkish movie called Baskin, and there's a lot of like nasty stuff in that one. People usually don't like watching it, but um, those are probably the movies I. I'm mean, like I'm not so much into like all the like ghost shit. I mean I can enjoy it, but I like more things that can feel real.
0: Blood. You, you like, blood. That's <laughs> like blood. I like blood.
1: I like that's, blood.
0: That's the, that's the story of this podcast. Is, this if, is if, if if anyone learns anything.
1: Hello, <laughs> Yeah, it's like, hello, my name is uh, Lexi Lux, and I love
0: blood. <laughs> I mean, maybe you can throw blood somewhere in this, in this moniker. Uh, blood Mamba. Uh, <laughs> Red <Yeah>. Mamba. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah. maybe, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe uh, not. Right, so we've got a couple questions that we ask everyone. They're a bit stupid, uh, but yeah. unfortunately, everyone gets asked them. Uh, yeah. First one is, what's your favourite dinosaur?
1: My favourite dinosaur? Uh, I do. Well, I don't know what they're called, but you know the the. What was it? Emma, what mm-hmm. is heter den one long Brontosaurus. Uh, I had to ask my friend. <laughs> yes. Neck, well. I had to ask my friend because I didn't remember what they were called. <laughs> I like those.
0: Uh, I, I like honestly, them. I thought I was going to be the. I can't remember what they're called. Velociraptors, the one with the with the things and they spit and all that kind of I stuff. I mean,
1: I like I like most dinosaurs. I think T-Rexes are kind of scary because they can, like, eat everybody. But, I mean, they have sh- really funny short arms, which is, I mean, that's amazing. But, yeah, I like the long neck ones. They're fun.
0: <laughs> I- I'm just liking the the vision I've got now that we're speaking about wrestling and all this cool stuff and horror stuff and suddenly your friends are now here and you just go, dinosaurs, well, <laughs> just out <Yeah. laughs> not next question is worse it's uh, what would win a fight two sheep or one cow
1: two sheep or one cow i think one cow would win
0: just gut feeling we got a no i mean like strategy, the or... cow
1: the cow literally just has to lay on the sheep and they're dead i mean they just have to lay down they're big
0: <laughs> fair, and fair, fair they
1: can and they can kick and they can stomp so i think a cow would beat two sheep without a doubt
0: Fair enough uh, right so somehow we're gonna get back to wrestling uh, before we kind of to wrap up and you can go back to, to not speaking about dinosaurs uh, <laughs> so wrestling dreams future is there anyone who in the world would you want to, to wrestle either immediately in, in Sweden Scandinavia or Europe or anywhere who, who'd be your who'd be in your list your bucket list of opponents well, well
1: obviously Angelina love because I'm obsessed with her. But I mean she's getting older, she might retire soon, who knows? I mean, I would really like to have a match with Britt Baker. That would be fun. She likes blood too. We could make a bloody mess. Yeah. I could I could so do I think we could make a really fun match actually.
0: So uh, immediate goals then is to get to either Ring of Honor, AEW, so these things could possibly happen. Uh, Is is the long-term dream WWE, or are you just quite happy just to wrestle? To be honest, WWE probably wouldn't suit you if you're you're hell-bent on the the hardcore world.
1: No, I'm into like AEW and Ring of Honor and stuff, and yeah, Impact. But... Though that that's like a girl can dream. It's like far. Like I have a lot more. I need to get done like here in Scandinavia to even be able to be on that level.
0: I mean, from from your attitude, it sounds like nothing nothing's impossible though, because you're you're kind of. I I like your kind of way of just being like, no, the pain the pain doesn't bother me. It's it's but we'll just get there kind of thing. It's it's uh, it's a nice refreshing uh, way to go and. You're uh, only two years in, so give it another few years. You, you might you might yeah. have the, the, the wee better moment of going, well, it should be me in all these places. But for now, yeah. enjoy, enjoy enjoy, the good yeah. stuff. Yeah.
1: I mean, I have time. I'm only 23. I have time. <laughs>
0: um, I, I mean, uh, definitely to see yourself versus Luke. I, I think that was kind of top of the, the pile for me, I think. I mean, that the would actually be pretty fun. Between the two years, your your love for, for deathmatch wrestling and uh, the, the kind of size thing as well. You can be just perfect yeah. match size. It would be nice for him to tower over someone. The only time I've ever seen that is when he, he wrestled Hornswoggle in Aberdeen. Yeah. Uh, which was really weird as a visual, but um, yeah. that yeah, that needs to happen. So again, yeah,
1: we gotta make it happen.
0: We're learning from this. We need to see oh, Lexi is gonna bleed at some point. And uh, and we need to see looking sharp against Lexi Lux. Oh, yeah. um, who knows we where. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah. I, I mentioned who you want to face. Mentioned the dreams. Mentioned that. Uh, is there anything else that you want to, to plug before we do social media Things like that.
1: I mean, I have my Instagram and my Twitter, but that's pretty much it. <laughs> well, and, where, where, uh, where can people find
0: you on them, then? Where can they type uh, find you? If
1: on Instagram, they can find me on... LexiLux underscore pro wrestler, and on Twitter it is Jess underscore LexiLux.
0: Wonderful. Well, I think I've, I've I've taken up enough of your of your evening. I uh, have ah, no problem. Nonsense. It's been a pleasure. And, uh, it's been all, a pleasure. All, well, th- I mean, this is your first interview, so at least it's it's went well. We haven't we haven't, I don't think we've slandered anyone, so I think we've we've done all, all right. Yeah. Uh, who knows maybe someone will listen to it and go well I didn't mention me at all Uh, and and, now you've got heat and you're barely two years in Uh, but uh, outside of that um, I I wish you the best luck I went into this knowing very little about you and I've come out knowing a lot more more than I ever expected to know so (laughs) uh, thanks for for taking the time to speak to me today and uh,
1: thank you so much for having me
0: Good, good luck on on Saturday the 28th or whenever that thank day is you. Um, thank so you thank I'll close out the show but thank you very much